it was a good win. All the all of them are. Um, so it's a hard-fought win. We we did some really, really, really good things. We had stretches. I, I, I'd say moments, but it kind of sounds too abbreviated to say moments. We had some stretches of doing some really good stuff, executed offensively, uh, generated some high-quality situations. I mean, some really, really good stuff. Um, and then we had small pockets of doing some stuff that I thought was just uncharacteristic. And they made some plays. They made some jump shots. Uh, I don't want to take anything away from them. They, they, you don't accidentally trip and fall your way into 18 wins and four losses in, in this league and with what they've done. So they have a good team. But, uh, but I did think we, we, once we got up 17, I thought their run was kind of spurred on by a couple of things that were just uncharacteristic decisions that we made defensively. Um, and then once it started going, they were, they were making plays. They were making shots. But um, it was good. We grinded at the end the way that we needed to and made some plays, a couple of huge plays by Colin Murray Boyles defensively, individual plays, and uh, just did what we needed to to secure a win. And um, again, those are those are hard to come by. So we're very happy with that. Lamont, you mentioned some of those uncharacteristic defensive things. What were yeah. some of those after you guys went up seven? Like one, I mean, it was unbelievable the route that we took in guarding their be their best shooter. It just was a it was it wasn't the route that we would normally take. Um, and so we I think there was another one where where we 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 got screened and stayed screened. I mean, permanently screened, it seemed like. And you're allowed to get screened. Teams are gonna screen you, but we always you're not allowed to stay screened. And we stayed permanently screened on that one and it yielded another basket for them. Uh, a couple things just right in transition where nothing we didn't have the matchups in transition. A couple offensive things even combined in that. A couple shots that I just didn't recognize. I'm not even mad at them. I just never I've never seen that uh, shot by guys. And I, I told them afterwards in the locker room, I said, I don't know. I don't even know how to act. Should I be mad? Should I start breakdancing? I don't know what to do. You know, I never seen that shot. Um, but so it just was what it was. We had a couple moments like that, and they took full advantage of us doing that. And luckily, we had built up enough cushion. But I don't want to detract from the fact that we, during, during stretches in that game, we played some really, really good basketball. I don't know if you can take a step back for a moment in a game, but when Colin goes up and blocks Sharp in, in that moment with 90 seconds left, what yeah. what goes through your mind when he makes such a, a wow play like that? What a big time play! I mean, that's that's a, that's a big, big, big time play. I think one just the just the anticipation of the fact that that's about to happen, uh, and the willingness to go over there and the, the belief to to think that you can go up there and do that, and then uh, the physical prowess to execute it. And then come down with the ball, all that stuff. So, you know, the game's going on. You're in a million places at that point with your mind and what's next and what's happening and evaluating all that. But uh, that's a, that's, that is a big-time play, a big-time play. Had another block late in the game, too. But the one specifically is going to go down in the archives. He's just such a talented young man. I mean, he's incredibly talented. Um, physically and in some other ways, but uh, that was he showcased it. That's just an individual play, right? That's not in our scheme. I didn't tell him to go do that or anything that we practice that made him go do that. That's just an individual play. 
Speaking of specific plays, the last play of the game, were you signaling for a foul there? And I guess if they didn't, obviously they didn't get that off. What did you kind of see from your defense there on that last kind of frantic trip down? Yeah, we were we were gonna we were gonna be in a mode where we were gonna switch everything aggressively to in a fashion where you don't give a three. Um, and so if you foul while that's happening, so be it, right? Um, but we we hadn't called specifically to foul, but we wanted to be very aggressive in what we were doing and play in a way where the only three that you were going to take was a three like that three, right? I mean, you can't stop someone from shooting a three, but that was a, that wasn't, you know, it was a difficult shot. Coach, like you were saying, you had some uncharacteristic moments down the stretch. What is the message to your team when you're constantly bringing them in the media timeout saying, just survive the punches and you yeah. continue to do so. And then also, will that be the last time we see that quarter zip? Yeah, that's probably um, that's that's probably what I was saying. Just survive the punches for the most part. You know, round it up, like, tighten it up defensively. Now, come on, and we were able to a little bit. Right, they were at one point on track with seven something left in the game to score a lot of points, and we tightened it up a little bit defensively. So um, I, I did. I just we were just at that point. The body of work is what it is. You got to find a way to get through the next thing, right? And just rallying guys around and getting guys' attention. There's so many things going on, um, and getting them ready to f and not overreacting. I was I didn't want to overreact because we had to do something else next, um, and 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 the outcome of the game potentially could have been riding on the fact that they needed to be listening rather than thinking still about what happened, you know, 45 seconds ago. So. Um, so that's that. But uh, yeah, the quarter zip, I don't know. It's got, I got mixed emotions on it. At the end of the day, there's one factor that, that's going to weigh the heaviest, W versus L. It got the W. So I don't know. It'll be, I have to feel really good uh, in order to, but this was a, it was a white out. This is a more of a light out than a white out. But uh, I didn't have white pants. So I wanted to wear something that kind of sort of matched. So I went with this one. But uh, it got the job done today, so we'll see. It's not going in the trash, that's for sure. But it may be on the shelf for a little bit. What does it say about your guys? It's a big week. It's a sold-out game. There's a lot of things going on. And when things are going wrong in that second half, when some guys would just, you know, okay, this is it. They hung in there, yeah. dug it out, and they won the game. They did. It says a lot. It says a lot, you know. Um, I could have also called a timeout. There were a couple of different times, but I like I do like like to let my guys learn by doing, and they got to fight through some stuff. And I and and I think as a group we have enough we have enough substance that at some point collectively they're going to say enough. We got to do this. It's got to be a stop. We got to block out. We got to get a rebound. Hey, those last couple shots, you turned it over to last possession. Let's get something good. I, I, I do like, I like them to work their way through that. Um, not to the point where 17 turns into three in terms of your lead, but uh, it was good that way. But, but it's a resilient group. I've said that before. Um, they believe, they know how to win. I think that's an important characteristic that probably people don't talk enough about they have a, they know they know how to do some things to end up coming out on the right side however the however bumpy 
uh, the road gets. They have, they have a knack. And to do that against a team that has also done that, right? Ole Miss has played a lot of close games and won a lot of close games. So to be able to do that against a team that's, that's very similar in that way is, I think that's a significant achievement. Coach, in that first half, I know Ole Miss kind of shot the lights out for the first little bit, but a lot of those were contested mid-range jumpers. And yeah. a lot of the previous games, I think back to the Tennessee game too, you made them shoot a lot of contested mid-range jumpers. Yeah. What's kind of your defensive philosophy in trying to make other teams shoot what are considered to be lower per shot yeah. point or shots? Um, yeah. They, were, they tested the theory. They were on a mission to test the theory. Um, I, if you look back, I just I challenge anyone that's listening to this, go back to any random game this year or last year and see how many two-point, right? Take the, take the number of points from the three, the number of points from the free throw line, and the number of points in the paint. Add that up, subtract that from the total. It'll always be an even number, right? And that'll tell you that's how many they scored on two-point jump shots. If that's ever in double figures, send out a message. If that's ever in double figures, it just doesn't happen too often. The math works in our favor, but they were really trying to challenge that theory. Um, and they did a great job of it. And it was pretty consistent throughout the game that they were making those. But yeah, we try to, we try to, we try to pressure enough on the perimeter that you're discouraged to shoot a three. I hate to say take a three away. I can't make someone not shoot a three. They're discouraged from shooting a three, uh, which means they're kind of encouraged to drive. Then you go into a shift into a different mode. I don't want to give my secrets away. You go into a different mode. Now you're in trying to stay in front of the ball at this point. Anything that they shoot at this point probably is relatively acceptable, relatively acceptable. So guys have some outs defensively. Can't give up layups. Um, but yeah, that's kind of, maybe I said too much, but that's kind of my philosophy on on getting guys to take shots that, you know, our players have a hard time making them. I think most guys do. Hey, Coach, first game in seven years where South Carolina has been ranked. Obviously, you guys felt some type of way without being ranked, and now you feel some type of way being ranked. Is there any added pressure? Uh, if so, or why or why not? I don't know. I don't know if I'm over some type of way yet. But um, no, I'm just kidding. I'm, we're grateful that anyone would recognize what these guys are doing. Um, and they're doing the yeoman's work in this whole process. So all the credit goes to them, all of it. Um, but uh, we, we, we've talked about just we're focused on something. Um, we've done certain things that have allowed us to be successful as a basketball team. We will, our mission is to continue to do those things. And then sometimes you're going to make more shots, and it looks really pretty, and you win by a bunch. Other times you don't make a, many shots, and you either come out of there with your tail between your legs, or maybe you still sneak one out because of some of that other stuff, and you have learned how to find a way to win games. But um, we're, we're on a mission. They're on a mission. The guys are on a mission. It's I'm along for the ride with them. I'm thankful. I appreciate the fact that they allow me to coach them. Um, and they're on a mission, and I just have to remind them occasionally that, hey, you guys got something here that you're doing. Let's not stray away from that thing. So we've talked, we talked a little bit about it. We celebrated the fact that, 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 you know, a lot of people go their whole career and they never get a number by their name. Never, right? And 
most people, raise your hands, you don't have to, didn't think that there'd be a little number next to these guys, right? That's real. That's real talk. And so we acknowledge the fact that that's there. Um, and the work that it takes to get that and the performances that you have to have consistently to get that, particularly if you're us, it seems like, but also never straying away from who we are and what we do. We, we, we keep saying we are who we are and we do what we do. And that's, I can guarantee you that that is good enough. Lamont, I noticed anyone who went in for you guys was able to score. Um, you know, with Ole Miss, they only had six bench points. I know we've talked about it all year with, you know, you guys having a ton of shooters and stuff. But seriously, like, how much of a difference does it make when you have some, you know, anyone that can really go in, Miles Studi, Jacoby Wright, whoever it may be, go in there and, you know, be a threat to score? Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a tremendous asset to have a kind, the kind of group that has that kind of depth. Um, and, and versatility, we have some versatility too, but guys are gonna not play great sometimes. And that doesn't mean it's not their day for the whole day. Sometimes it does. A lot of times it means this is not their four minute stretch and they need to get out and get back to the drawing board or get a sip of Gatorade or whatever they have over there in their cups and see it from the side and get back in there and let it rip again. Um, and so, to have guys that you can put in and know that those guys are confident guys and that those guys can make plays, they can make shots, they can execute our plays, they know our defensive philosophy, they compete, they're competitive guys, and you're not going to skip a beat with any of those things. Um, some guys are better than others, uh, but some guys are also going to play better than others. Um, so while a guy's not playing great, we can put some, or gets tired, we can put a guy in there and then bring somebody back in and give them another chance to, to go out there and, and corral themselves and get it back together. So I wanted to ask about the decision to keep Zach Davis in the starting lineup and have Miles Studi come off the bench. That, that's been a decision that you made back when Miles got injured. But after Miles starting for so long, I'm curious to kind of hear your thought process and why Studi's been so effective coming off the bench since he's returned. Um, well, because he he is a professional at this okay not in that not in the literal terms of it but in his mind he is a professional he works like a professional he's an older guy he understands it he gets it there hasn't been I haven't heard anything from him um, and you know it's always a touch and go situation a guy gets hurt and he comes out of the lineup and and uh, you know it's been good for Zach. Uh, potentially today, today it was tested a couple times by Zach, but it's been good for us, I think, defensively starting the game. Zach does some things defensively that, that are different than what Miles does, and it helps us. Um, when Miles comes in, we're subbing in high level of offense. Um, as maybe the other team is making some changes and, and bringing in their second uh, uh, tier that may not be as, as good. So, but Miles wants to win. Miles wants to help us in any way that he can. So Miles shows up. Miles shows up every day. Miles is energetic at practice every day. Miles, I, Miles is even keeled. Miles is a, he's a professional. He, he approaches the game and his process as if he was a professional.
Hey, Coach Lamont, obviously you said you will never want a 17 lead to dwindle down to three, but is this the type of grinded out win that keeps this team humble and hungry, uh, given the goals that you guys have down the road because you guys pulled it out? Yeah, could be. I mean, what I really don't ever want to do is have a 17-point lead dwindle down to minus one. That's what I really don't want to have happen. Um, so if it's three, then it's three. But um, I think so. I think it could be we'll have a good film session. I'll say that. We'll have a really good film session at practice on Thursday. I think we're off tomorrow. And it'll be really good. The guys will receive the information well. I'll present it in a pretty non-threatening way, right, so that they can sift through what's happening and get the real information out of it and and then we'll move forward and we'll move forward i did i challenged them a little bit in the in the locker room after the game tonight based on those stretches of really good basketball play i mean it was really really good at a couple of times some of the best we played a couple of times and so i did i challenged them i said I, i've been around I've, I've been around really good teams i've been very fortunate in my career and they they there's things that these guys can accomplish if they really 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 want to if they really, really decide that they're going to, there's some things that they can accomplish. And so it will start with watching film and, and looking ourselves in the mirror and saying, oh, wow, I did that. That's not what I normally do. Oh, wow, this is crazy. We can change that, and we can change that right there too. And, and hopefully growing from that. we got to be focused on growth. That's been my thing since I've been here is we're constantly trying to grow. We had a tremendous amount of growth throughout the season last year, if anybody remembers way back when, right? Tremendous amount of growth and so we're we're, we're growth oriented and, and we want to continue to grow and then once we hit our peak at some point you want to ride it off into the sunset I don't know when that'll be but you know you can't play your best basketball for three months I don't think that's possible so you know as we get towards the end of the season hopefully we 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 peak at some point and then we ride that off into the sunset yeah coach kind of going off of that you mentioned earlier that this team the group of guys in that locker room, they're on a mission. I was curious, what is that mission? I mean, to, to be as close to our ceiling as we possibly can, whatever that looks like, right? And there's a lot of steps that are involved in that, and then there are a lot of results that come from that that also might be missions, right? Our, 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 our mission is to be, come as close to our ceiling as possible. Well, how do we do that? We continue to be consistent. We continue to share the ball. We continue to adhere to some basic defensive principles. We continue to compete our butts off. We continue to do all these things. And then what's, what, by doing those things, is your other mission is certainly to play in the NCAA tournament. That's, that's what we want to do. And that's, we've talked about that before. We've wanted That's been a thing for us. It's going to be the most, one of the most exciting times of these guys' college careers is if on Selection Sunday they call our name and we get to go somewhere and play. It's going to, they're never, ever, ever going to forget that, ever. And so that's a real thing. We've talked about it, and they want to play in the NCAA tournament. And, 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 you know, hopefully advance in the NCAA tournament. But that's, that's a, that's a long-term goal for us. But in a, in a shorter, medium term, it's, it's to try to get as close to our ceiling as we can. And, we, and again, I've talked about action plans. We have action plans that, that, that we know how to get there. 
it, it seemed like your your horse, Josh Gray, was out there one-on-one -on -one defending on the perimeter uh, more tonight than maybe that I've noticed at least. Yeah. Uh, what did you think of his footwork? And he got the, the better of, of Al, Al uh, Flanagan uh, a time or two there at the end. Yeah, I thought Josh did a good job. <clears throat> I thought Josh did a really good job with that, all things considered. The, the quickness and athleticism, they played smaller at times, right? And so uh, that for, and, I, and at the same time, I wanted to have Josh in the game. We probably needed to. I think at one of those, in one of those stretches, BJ, had been in there for a long stretch, and it was just a time for us to, to freshen up at that p position. So Josh went in the game. At the same time, they were playing smaller. And so I thought there were some advantages that Josh could have in terms of rebounding and just overall physicality and wearing guys out. And so I didn't want to necessarily pull Josh out and play super small. So we kept Josh in there, and he did a good job. I thought he did a good job. It did, he did a good job of saying, OK, these are the things that you're we talked about it, right? You're not going to shoot a three in my face. I'll, I'll do that first. Okay. Now that you're putting it on the floor, ah, I'm going to try really hard, really hard to not let you have a layup. That's my main mission in life on this possession. And so all things considered, I thought Josh did a pretty good job of that.